Checkity check one two testing testicles. We got the chocolate noobs in the house. Test. Oh man, this guy's uh voice message is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, what do I have on it? I haven't even listened That's to so it yet. <laughs> what do I say? I this is so hilarious. I probably try to sound extra like black. Because I wanted to listen. To like, don't pick up. Don't pick up. I want to hear this again. It's like it's Chris. It's Yo, it's Chris Shaw in the house. Yo, my man. Yeah, yeah. Drop me some. Drop me some message. Yeah, I'll get back to you when I can. Cause I'm so cool, y'all. <laughs> All righty, ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, brothers and sisters around the world, it is a very special night. We have Alex Chong. You sound like an action hero, man. I feel like you'd be in some Hollywood kung fu movie remake of End of the Dragon or something like that. Look at this guy. This guy is, this guy is a pretty boy. He is confident. He is, he is a, he is a real manly man. I like you, Alex. There is, a, I met you. I think what, about five months ago at the Mind Body Spirit Festival, and as soon, as soon as I saw this guy, I'm like, this guy is a guy I can hang with. This guy is a, and yeah, truth be told, man, we have so much in common. You're into spirituality, you're into business, and you have a sense of humor. We've been talking about a whole bunch of inappropriate things we're not gonna bring up right now. But ladies and gentlemen, before we get into this podcast, um, I just wanna let you guys know to subscribe, like, tell your mom, tell your friends about me, drop us the comments, you can support me on Patreon, and, uh, Buckle up. Let's get this show on the road. All right, so we got Alex Chong in the house. This guy is a entrepreneur. He is a mentor. He is a spiritual... Do, do you want to give yourself the uh, introduction? Because you had all of these specific titles for yourself, and I wrote yeah. them down, but I lost it. Damn it. What do you call yourself? A spiritual... Uh... Chris, that is a super, <laughs> super introduction. Uh, spiritual businessman. <laughs> That's that's the phrase I was looking well, for. It's the spiritual business coach and mentor. That's originally my background. Um, long story short, I did have an events background, you know, pre-COVID. Obviously been in Melbourne, um, you know, God knows how long. It's been a very, um, a tale of, of hardship actually, because I, I reflect on this time last year where we're still in lockdown, brother. You know what I mean? 8 p.m. curfew. Couldn't leave the house more than 5Ks. Um, I lost my events business that was thriving. Um, on top of that, um, my dad passed away as well. Oh, did yeah. they have this conversation? Um, I, I I'm, didn't just gonna, I'm just yeah. going to be really, really vulnerable yeah. and just share I lost my father as yeah. well in 2020, yeah. man. Okay, sorry yeah, to hear that. Yeah, it's the hardest yeah. thing I've gone through before. Go on, go on. Yeah, so essentially, you know, my belief though is that life is a concept of duality, you know, and, and that also life happens for us and not to us. So with that strong belief, it really helped, you know, put myself into a greater perspective of what I have, what I created, what I lost. But like I mentioned, because my belief is that life is a concept of duality, I unfortunately had to go through some really dark times. Like this time last year, I was in a world of pain, really. <laughs> I reflect, mm -hmm. like I had nothing, like everything that I built so hard for, 10 years, my events business, all down the drain because of, you know, <laughs> whatever happened around the world. We won't go into that side of things. Sure. But in terms of um, my events business, I... Obviously, legally, can no longer run it for a lot of other reasons. Even now, as um, we speak? Well, I started off doing entertainment. So, like, I toured uh, DJs. I ran private school after parties. I did corporate events. Um, but deep down inside, me as a person, my values are more, you know, contribution, growth, connection, love, all those kind of things. So, deep down inside, I knew there was a, a disalignment with running entertainment events. 
So it was kind of like a blessing disguise that this actually did happen. Okay, that's my empowering belief that life happens for me. So when this whole, you know, COVID pandemic thing happened, it just, it shifted me. It shifted my whole life in so many different ways. Um, you know, losing the events business, losing my dad. So I had to do a lot of, I call it inner work <laughs> or shadow mm. work. Um, you know, just do that really um, inner work that really made me be grateful even though I was really down on my knees because, you know, I had no income coming in. I had to figure stuff out really quickly as well as had to heal, okay, heal myself, heal my family, etc. So, you know, during that time, it was a t- a 12 months of absolute, or 24 months, I'd even say, you know, sort of dad passed away at the start of COVID, lost the events business. Um, I took about... And I can imagine, were you able to, for the funeral, because I had these issues, hmm. did you have difficulty trying to get everyone there in we, terms we of the restrictions. Have ten, we, like yeah, my so sister was, who's in Singapore, yeah. unfortunately she couldn't fly down. She, she still hasn't been dipped back down. Um, we could only have like, I think five family friends on top of, you know, my immediate family um, just for whatever's happening. You know what I sure. mean? So fast forward today, we can sort of see how, how painful, how much of a joke it really was. Yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, like your father, uh, how, how did he pass away? Um, it was just through, um, he had a heart condition. So mm. it was a natural um death but it's still painful Comfort, you know yeah yeah because like you know relatively he wasn't super old you know he's like mm. 70 um but life is short you know what i mean life is, is short so it gave me this epiphany i guess mm. to really do more be more you know like my i believe you know i was born in this world to really help people that's my belief you know I was, mm. that's why i love what i do you know what I mean? it sort of shifted me from being an events guy into now um doing spiritual business coaching you know on top of that I guess my main mission is actually to break the cycle of generational trauma. Okay. So it's pretty powerful, but I want to help people help people. So it's a flow and effect. So with um, some of the business, I'm in a mastermind myself, but I also run um, a business mastermind that is very spiritual where mm. everyone helps each other to win. Cause I believe that's what life should be all about instead of, you know, the corporate dog eat dog world, etc. Yeah. I, I want to get into that, but I just want to highlight the fact that we went through so many commonalities i lost my father as well he actually had complications with his heart i had an aneurysm previously but essentially it was it was related to his heart Mm. like with yours yeah um it happened in around 2020 was that the yeah yeah. Yeah. uh was was august in fact the second year anniversary was just Mm. uh just a few months ago Mm. and like i'm sure you went through was the hardest thing i've ever gone through Mm. and it's interesting because the same thing that you started focusing on Mm. the purpose of life like Mm. realizing the 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 importance of actually having impact because of the the finite time mm. that there is mm. that's the same realization that I went through yeah um, I, I look back on my dad's life and mm. things that he was doing and you know granted he had kids and obviously we were his priority mm. I've always thought what do I want to do with my life because before mm. you know it you know just like that I mean I started getting to know my father more mm. so um, around you know the the time of um, like he would have been around the same age as me, you know, when mm. I moved here, mm. you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, I just think back on how th- my life, it's gone just like that. And mm. unless, of course, I really become conscious of what I'm experiencing mm. before I know it, I'm going to, you know, I'm being in the same situation and I want to make sure that mm. I have done as much as I can. Yeah. But in regards uh, to you, like in terms of the effect that it had with mm. you, because look, I, I don't want to gloss over this. Losing a parent is a mm. huge deal mm. that combined with everything that's going on it's mm. like you were going through a dark night of the soul times 10 you know Bro, so i mean yeah. this how, how did this affect do you want to speak a bit more about how this just affected your 
like your not just your business but your mm. entire mental health 100% like you know um, it was challenging definitely mental mm. state was real well apart like you know like any man you know I train hard we, we do other things for, to really release you know um, stress etc mm. that was taken away from us uh, I did forget to mention that sort of had a partner at the time and we sort of decided to split as well so oh, that's <laughs> you can sort of see around the same time yeah yeah pretty much Bro, it was like everything so yeah. literally you're you one know. up on me then man you know <laughs> yeah that's so um, pretty much at that you know at that age and at that time I'm pretty much just started from fresh but mm. there's something inside of me i don't know what it was maybe it is my purpose my passion my mission my why about wanting to impact lives and i'm grateful to, to say that you know within probably been yet yeah, a long 12 months but we i've been able to rebuild it successfully which i'm i'm super grateful for because my belief is that the universe does have my back you know if, if you are a good person and you want to impact and help people out i've seen so many things happen that have supported me um, and I'm grateful. I feel really blessed at this time right now. But during that time to answer your question, yeah, I was in a world of pain, man. Um, every day I prayed, <laughs> I, I worked on my mental health. I, you know, I went for a hike and all these little things. But most importantly, I worked on my inner self, my, my spirit and mm. something called shadow work, which we can delve a little bit into, you know, yin and yang, um, you know, darkness, lightness. Like for me to appreciate what I have now, I, like I said, I had to go through some really dark times. So sure. in order for me to overcome that, I also know that that is a can be really empowering. Sorry, can also really help inspire people, and also mm. you know what I'm I'm nothing special. Literally, like you know, I did the Asian dad went to school. He wanted me to become a doctor, but I'm a bit of a black sheep of the family, so I decided to do what I was really passionate about at the time. And you know, being a, a people's person, I did love to run events, but I realized that as I moved towards my spirituality side, I loved running more retreats and all the stuff. So. At the start of, uh, it was, yeah, April 2020, just about to run a retreat. And then that was when, boom, everything just stopped. The whole sure. world stopped, yeah. So how do you do you mix the business with the spirituality? Because mm. these are areas that you both pursue on a professional level. Mm. I mean, I get the impression you're, you're both a, a mentor, a life coach. You, you have a very spiritual outlook in the world. Mm. But I also know you're very business-driven. So mm. in terms of impacting people... Mm. Uh, are these things that you incorporate into your, your business, like mm. the, 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 the mental development and mm. the life coaching? I mean, what is it that you actually do and how does this relate yeah. to the spiritual side of things? Great question. So for me, it's been a heart-centered person, you know, and so it is challenging. Like my business is a spiritual game. That's how I see it. Okay. okay. So the reason I've been able to really create significant income is because I made so much impact. Okay. So impact is income as well. It's a, it's a, it's a, two-way street yeah. you know what i mean it's, it's amazing so currency within, right? yeah, yeah within the space of i'd say yeah 12 months i've been able to help over 100 people now so i'm super grateful um, help how many people over 100 so in different areas of life so i did start off as a mindset and sort of life coach because of the challenges i went through but because of my background in running multiple six-figure businesses i've been able to help a lot of people create like either their first 20k month or even up to over six figures so that's my strong suit because my entrepreneurial skills i realized i was really good at looking at business strategies looking at energetics and seeing what works well and just applying the fundamentals. But most importantly is focusing on the impact of how we can help and serve more people. So it's um, it's a movement that I'm trying to create as well. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to get my money's worth here because one of the reasons I love having these podcasts <laughs> is I get to have amazing people like you and get you to divulge your information for free. So bro, you, you help. I mean, this is such an important aspect of life right now because look, a lot of spiritual people have this idea that money and spirituality shouldn't be intertwined. But essentially, uh, in order to have 
uh, uh, the greatest impact that you can. Mm -hmm. Money is the utility that we're using to manifest that change in this Euclidean meat space reality, as I like to call it. So yeah. obviously we, we need to make sure that our, not only our mental game is strong, mm -hmm. but our health, physical health mm -hmm. game is strong, but our financial game. Yeah. So you're obviously someone that maximizes that. Mm -hmm. um, wh wh what can a brother like myself do if I want to get my my financial game on so I can uh, impress lots of girls. No, no, I mean, because I say that a lot. So I can, um, I can impact all the people with positive truth and, and, and expand my, 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 my podcast. Of course, it's got nothing to do with women. <laughs> it's, it's a two-way street as well. Eh? I love that. Um, great question there. So I have a couple of programs and signature systems. You know, For me, in order for me to consciously create now, I had to really look at myself first, okay? My inner self. Because in order to have quantum leaps or you know you have to look at one it's like healing ourselves forgiveness i'll call it forgiveness mm -hmm. okay so this is like a six six step signature system that i use to help my clients first of all look at what hurts us because unfortunately in this world hurt people hurt people okay so most importantly i had to do a lot of healing on myself hoponopono not sure if you've ever heard that term hoponopono it's a yeah. Yeah, Hawaiian, right? Yeah, exactly. So essentially, yeah. I had to look into my triggers, okay? My projections, mm -hmm. okay? What does Haponopono mean? I've heard it before, so, but it's, it's a beautiful enough, phrase. So I went to an event called Date with Destiny, okay? And on my bracelet, okay, it, I'm not sure if you guys can see, but it says, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love, yeah, I love, love you. you. They Thank are, you. They are amongst the most yeah. powerful so that's, phrases. That's my motto. That's one of my, like, yeah. if I was to get a tattoo, it'd be something like that as well, you know, just because... Mm -hmm it reminds me of how precious life is and mm. you know in the ultimate frequency it is about enlightenment you know talk about peace love mm. they're the highest frequencies you know what i mean if we're taught really really go deep into the spirituality side of things you can have like i said the last few years have shown us you know you could have been a multimillionaire, millionaire and still not leave melbourne or still not have any sense of purpose or, or true or true mission if you didn't realize what this world is turning into you know what i mean as we delve deeper into the spirituality side of things Absolutely. so for me you know i really had to dig deep into going okay what were the triggers and things that really hurt me and i had to forgive myself and i had to forgive others okay and then from there i do have a background in, i do have a master's in neurolinguistic programming so that's Help, understanding about levels of consciousness, um, understanding about how to communicate more effectively, you know, the brain, et cetera, et cetera, human needs. Um, so for me, I have to look at all those things, my values, things that really help drive me and propel me forward. Okay. So the first step I would say is really look into forgiveness. Okay. Because you can't help people if you can't help yourself. Okay. And first you, ne you need to help yourself first. That's what I had to do. I had to make sure that I was okay before I could go and do what I do. Mm. Okay. So it's interesting when most people, at least when I hear forgiveness, I think about mm. forgiving other people. But mm. obviously the focus here is mm. forgiving yourself, which is just mm. as important. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, we're all human. I think, you know, part of it is a mistake is only a mistake if you keep repeating it over and over again. If you hear what I'm saying, mm. you know what I mean? When so, you don't learn yeah, from exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for me, you know, I've made so many mistakes, but I've, I fell forward. You know, even with this business I'm, I've, I've created now, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I learn. That's the most important thing. And you just fail forward. And that's that's how, that's what entrepreneurs do as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a fine balance. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting um, attitude because hmm. a lot of this, a lot of development, personal development has to do with the way in which you, you view a situation. Hmm. Whereas there are some people that understand, okay, I've made a mistake. Like I, I get the impression you're someone that is 
failed forward. I think you said something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. You learn from these mis mistakes mm. business-wise, and they mm. catapulted you into doing what you're doing now. Mm. You know, you, you mentioned you're making the most money you've ever made, right? Mm. There are some people that I've noticed anyway, they have this mindset where they refuse to even look at what they've done as a mistake. Like mm. if they've done something, mm. they look at, they will reprogram the situation in their mind. So yeah. they will look at that as this, as a as a fortunate event even mm -hmm. you know like no i've never i've never felt everything that i did was uh was successful it was all done and i don't know i've always my 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 mindset is that if you don't acknowledge that certain things are wrong mm. then obviously you're gonna your, your attitude is that they're acceptable to continue doing you know mm. um but I also believe that it's important to, like, you've heard of the concept of frame, right? Like yeah. The context in which you view mm. your reality. A lot of the mm. times, I feel that by people looking at difficult things that they've mm. gone through, even mistakes, mm. as a, a powerful, positive thing, mm. it helps catapult them into having this success attitude, like not mm. not looking at themselves mm. in a failure kind of mindset. Mm. And I, I guess I'd be interested to, to hear your thoughts on that mm. because whereas I think they can both be beneficial, mm. like how how do you fit that sit, that sits with um, your worldview? Like I realize yeah. that there is an element where you want to be real about mm. the things that you've been confronted with, yeah, right? Whether they were failure, success, yeah. mm. or and also you want to create this narrative about what you're doing. You know, like mm. I'm greatest. I've never been defeated before. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Muhammad Ali would have this mentality. Yeah, yeah. You know, Talk, him, talk himself up mm. as a way of psyching himself up. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely more, I'd say, ego shadow work <laughs> in a lot of ways. But yeah. for me, it's everything that I've learned is literally 80% mindset, 20% strategies and mechanics. Okay, so it's not always about positive thinking or, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. You've got to be mm. realistic about what you're doing. Like, it's hard. Like, what I'm doing, it's simple, but it's mm. hard. There's, there's days where, yeah, everyone wants to give up. But I lean in on my why, my belief, my mission, my purpose. Okay. And most importantly is, yeah, just understanding the mindset side of things, okay? Because everything, even in life, gym, everything, I treat my, my business like I go to the gym, reps and sets, you know what I mean? Like, you, you understand what I'm saying, you know, you do, you do, you know, eight, eight to 10, you know, reps or sets, okay? You know, consistently, you're going to build momentum, you're going to build muscle, okay? I use that same analogy with my business. So, if I keep doing the right things, I'm going to build momentum, okay? Absolutely. So, it's just really important to, to really have that mindset of going, all right, how can I improve even just 1% better every day? Okay. Cause that's like, for me, life is about growth. Cause you're either, you're either growing or you're dying. You know what I mean? Cause you look at the heartbeat, you know what I mean? If you're flat, what's happened? You're dead. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So life so is constantly like that, but you, you want to be constantly, yeah. You want to yeah. be constantly moving up. And for me, I think that's why I love what I do. It's that it is a spiritual game for me about growth, about impact. Like, you know, my mission is literally, I want to impact a million lives. I know it's crazy. It sounds massive, but hey, you know what? I've declared it on this, <laughs> on yeah. this podcast. Well, when you yeah. say impact a million lives, because mm. I mean, we're, we're in the world of social media where mm. you can have a, a video go viral and hit mm. millions of people like mm. that. But when you say you want to change someone's mm. life, mm. how does that translate into um, the effect that it has in them? And what, what are you bringing uh, into their lives to manifest? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... You know, on top of being a spiritual business coach, my, my mastermind is more about helping raise the consciousness of humanity, whether it be men or women. You know, I think it's important that, especially in this day and age now, we all become socially conscious in a lot of ways so that we can help improve this world. Like, the world is in crisis right now, guys. You know, we won't go into... <laughs> the, yeah. that kind of stuff as, as I we think will. anyone that's even remotely yeah, aware like knows that if we're, we're aware now like these days you think about yeah. what's actually happening like you know two years ago I literally lost everything because of this 
virus or pandemic, okay? And now fast forward today, we still, it's still like, was it 2019? 2022 now, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had to go through a lot of pain, a lot of a lot of shitty times and all for what? Just, you know, this. I couldn't, my dad didn't even get the proper, you know, send off he deserved. Likewise. Okay? You yeah. know, you understand. So th- there's a lot of pain. So for me, mm-hmm. you know, how what happens is that your, your brain either moves towards pleasure or moves away from pain mm. okay so because i've been in that state of pain i don't want to ever go back down there sure okay so now my passion and my mo- intrinsic motivation is to really help heal the world so that we can all either find our purpose our, our vision and just help each other win okay so ultimately my mission is to help people help people it's a flow on effect okay so for example i know through this podcast i'm going to try and give you as much value as much gold that's going to either help you your business your life and hopefully you can pay it forward, even with your TikToks, even with this light podcast, okay? And then from there, you know, I'm sure we can, uh, you know, bit by bit, just do our part. You know, I'm going to be running events again in the future. So, whether it be live or virtual. So, and I talk a lot about all this stuff, you know, the mindset kind of things, um, how, to, how to live a fulfilled life, okay? Um, a program that I do have in the future will be called like Masters of Fate, where we are in control of our destiny, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like my belief in this world is that we're here to either rip, like not make the same mistakes over and over again. Like, you know, as you, I'm not sure if you read a book called Robin Sharma, like the life or the universe will keep showing you things. Okay. Until you learn that lesson. If that makes sense. I've heard yeah. that concept, but mm. the, what was the book called? I believe it was either through um, the monkey sold Ferrari or another book. Like I've read a fair few yeah. through Robin Sharma. I was actually yeah. going to ask you a, a few books that you'd recommend, but that one, that, that's yeah. fine. I'll, I'll no. have to check it out. Mm. Um, I get the impression from what you're saying that you're mm. someone that believes that um, regardless of what happens to you, mm. you can uh, you can turn that into something positive mm. and, or use that in order to mm. benefit people around you. You have a very can-do mindset. Now, I know there are a lot of people in this world that feel as if mm. that there are definitely certain things mm. out of your control. Like mm. There are certain things that people have gone through, mm. traumatic experiences. Mm. People speak about trauma a lot now. Yeah that have affected them so negatively. I actually got into a very tumultuous conversation uh, a while ago right, with a yeah. close friend that was convinced that uh, her situation, her the trauma that her parents had passed on to her, right? Mm, yeah. I, th- I know there's a, there's a technical word for that, but yeah. uh, it was so, so strong that basically there, is, there was nothing that she could do in order to mm. um, overcome her situation. Mm. You know, like she was trying to explain to me that That's she That's a limited belief. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, yeah. that she physically had no, ab- it's possible that she mm. has no ability to do mm. anything to pick herself up and do mm. certain things, you know, yeah. and we're not talking about physical limitations here, right? Yeah. And I got into the argument that I, no, I truly believe that mm. your worries, I understand that, like trauma mm. is a real thing, that yeah. within yourself, you can always have the ability to take steps to change a situation 100%. in order to uh, mm. to improve it. Like granted, there are forces that are working against you. Mm. The, the, the will, call yeah. it what you will, God, Krishna, Bull, mm. there is a part of you mm. that has choice. And she was explaining to me that she has no choice that okay. I was being ignorant and immature and I'm like I was trying to empower her <laughs> yeah, right yeah. but it's a it's, common thing I hear within the current social justice 100%. attitude that mm. you don't that essentially we are where these corks you know in the sea mm. and we're, mm. we're being moved mm. to and fro now yeah. um, in terms of trauma specifically mm. uh, how big a role does that play in affecting someone and allowing them to overcome their adversities yeah. like how big okay. of it is a thing yeah. in comparison to people's free will and ability to overcome their so adversities. what you just mentioned there is actually yeah. part of what i actually help people with it because you know essentially you can only help people that do want to help themselves or okay? believe they can yeah okay be believe. well yeah. essentially if you understand about cause and effect okay mm-hmm. 
It's called living at cause. So once you can help someone live at cause, okay, you've empowered them. Because what happens if, if everyone lives in effect, they're not taking full ownership for their lives. They're being a victim. You, you, when you live at cause, you're taking full extreme ownership of your life. Okay, so this is, yeah. I'm glad we got into this because mm. this is where it gets very, very nuanced. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong because mm. what you're saying is mm. that when you're living in, a, in effect, mm. right? Yeah. Essentially, um, anything that happens to you, you have the ability to control. So let's reframe that. So essentially, okay. remember my belief is that life happened for us. Sure. There's two ways I could have gone about that. I could have absolutely played the victim state and go, you know, far out, man. Why did, why did I lose my freaking business? You know, it's such a, it's such a shame. It's why did I lose my dad? Why did I lose my partner? I've got to take ownership, okay? Like, mm. obviously losing my dad wasn't my fault, okay, at such a young age and stuff sure. like that. But Ex- exactly. I could have just totally crawled into my shell and not, and not do anything about it and just go, far out. I could have just been a victim. But mm-hmm. instead, I used that to empower me. I was like, you know what? I'm now building this business because of my dad. You see, you see the difference. Absolutely. Okay. You're using it to empower you, because the, mm. the issue that I think uh, I get caught up in, mm. like I, I've had this argument before, is that there are some people that that have this extreme attitude mm. towards the effect mentality, and they mm. believe that if anything happens to you, it's your fault. You're responsible. Mm. Um, in fact, I, I heard someone say a while ago, right, mm. that, and this is this is it's not something I endorse. That mm. you know. Um, if a, if a woman essentially gets accosted in the street, that kind of stuff, mm. and it keeps happening to her, right? Because mm. of the way she's dressed, or mm. someone rapes her, God forbid, right? Mm. Well, how much of that responsibility <laughs> is on her? And mm. explain that this this effect mindset. Mm. I'm not sure if I'm using the the right kind of yeah. phrase, but their mm. mentality is that it's important for you to take ownership of everything that's happening around mm. you. And mm. um, whereas I think that mentality, mm. I think there's truth to. The, the fact that yes, you can prevent things from happening. There's always mm. more you can do, right? Mm. Like if someone breaks into my house, mm. I could have had stronger locks. Mm. If someone rapes me, I could have maybe not gone around a dr- dark alley. But I think there's a distinction between ha- having the right attitude so you can prevent something like mm. that from happening, mm. and also acknowledging mm. where there's wrongdoing. Like there's, mm. you've obviously done nothing, nothing wrong, right? Yeah. yeah. In terms of being raped, in terms of some, mm. someone mm. breaking your house, yeah. And it gets tricky when people try to put responsibility on mm. on someone because they because they were victims you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like at some point i mm. think uh you have to acknowledge the fact yeah. that it worries it's not your fault yeah, there are yeah. always things that you could this is how i feel yeah, like to hear not, the things that you can do right in order spot. to improve yeah. the situation right yeah, yeah like essentially whatever happened around the world is yeah. totally out of my control you know i i wasn't like i wasn't i wasn't in the wrong but unfortunately, it's a reality. Like, you know, the government laws, et cetera. Like, sure. in this matrix of life, yeah. you know, and we're governed by these laws, okay? But once again, I could have played the victim, okay, and said, oh, you know what? Um, I've just been screwed over. But yet, what I did was I reshifted my mindset. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Maybe events isn't for me anymore. Whatever happened for me has now led me into this path of becoming a better human that I can actually help more people. You know what I mean? It's something like, it, it comes down to actually your values. So if you ever study um, a, a program called Date with Destiny, okay, with Tony Robbins, he's like one of my best events, one of my mentors. One um, of mine. Yeah. Love the guy. And essentially, we go through a whole day of, essentially it's called Eight Levels of Consciousness or um, in the Neuro or Masters of Neuro-Linguistic Programming, it's called uh, Spiral Dynamics. Look it up. Okay. I heard it's spiral. Yeah, dynamics. it's amazing. It's uh, like different colors. Okay, yeah. um, we, isn't that by? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I know the guy. Maybe maybe this is a different thing, but there's it's a guy. It's NLP stuff. It is. Yeah, it is. there's yeah. a guy that used mm. to uh, to teach that. I actually mm. had him on my podcast a few years back. What's uh, 
I, 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 his name just so the guy that originally created he's, he's passed away but essentially um, oh, it's, the, it's derived from concept of uh, eight levels of consciousness or okay. uh, spiral dynamics because spiral dynamics yeah. I have heard yeah it's, so it's, it's different a, colors yeah. and at the end of the day uh, the very top levels tra- tra- uh, tra- sorry turquoise okay mm-hmm. and at the end of the day the highest level for me it is about enlightenment peace and love mm-hmm. okay so you know once again you look at what's happened around the world, the last few years have really shifted us in a lot of ways, especially being in Melbourne, you know what I mean? We're still not fully out of it. You know, you live in the in Chapel Street and it's still like, we might block that out. <laughs> you live in the city. No, I, I, yeah. I don't mind. You yeah, know. and um, <laughs> essentially, you know, it's still, I used to live not too far from you too and sure. it used to be like really packing when I was like running events. But now, I look at it, people are still, there's still a lot of fear. People are still scared, a lot of different things. Uh, they, probably, they might not even have the resources another thing as well because of, you know, mm-hmm another another reason um but to really really answer your question the most important thing is taking extreme ownership okay you can either be a victim okay or you know you can actually be the story or inspiring and that that's that's what i chose to do absolutely yeah because it's hard like it is like life is hard though but the one thing that i do know Mm -hmm. okay is if you do the hard things now life will be easy. Yeah. Okay. But if you do the easy things when you're young, life will be hard. Yeah. And more importantly, I believe, in mm. fact, I'm going to be bold enough to say I know because I've stopped using the word belief now because yeah. it requires a certain level of doubt. Mm. I watched a video a while ago yeah. of this guy explaining that when you believe that. something, yeah, you yeah, don't true. know yeah, it's true. Yeah. Your, be be true. your beliefs I, lead onto your... your absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know that having the mentality, regardless of whether or not it's right or wrong, mm. for instance, if I believe that I can do anything I put my mind to, you know, I'm Muhammad Ali, right? Mm. Even though you know you're, even though uh, objectively you're not, right? Mm. The, the the best fighter. If you believe it, mm. it actually creates the, the, the environment around you mentally and externally. Like you actually, there's a force to belief that actually is contagious. Mm. And I think it influences reality. Like mm. I always think back to the, uh, uh, the observer uh, effect, like you know, the the quantum mechanics uh, uh, test that everyone always makes reference to, the double split. Essentially, it talks about how um, there's consciousness within everything. The mm. idea of actually believing that's mm. an out- an, in an outcome mm. that is actually going to affect you. Mm. So, whereas I know a lot of people focus on the fact that you know that, for instance, they that the objectively speaking, something might not be so. Mm. Like I heard a famous guy, what's his name, Andrew Tate. You know, everyone's talking about him recently. He said something <laughs> that really, there. yeah, that You're really, you know, because I watch a lot of the stuff. Okay. Believe me, I have a lot of issues with this guy. But the thing is, he's super entertaining. He has trinkets, and yeah. he made the point right because I was getting frustrated the fact that he was saying this all the time. You know, mm-hmm. he was he got a lot of uh, flack for saying that depression doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. And he had uh, famous people like the the daughter of. Uh, who's that comedian, Robin Robin Williams? Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, have yeah. a stab at him. You know, because mm. essentially, yeah. you know, Robin Williams. But he look, he said a lot of things about depression. Mm. But he said in an interview that why would I believe something that doesn't, that is only going to make me weaker? Like, mm. I don't want to believe anything that is not going to, uh, that is going to take away from me. Mm. So I refuse to believe in something that is going to make me weak. Yeah. And it's that mindset of only believing positive things mm. for instance mm. refusing to believe anything that doesn't mm. benefit you because yeah. randomly you can make the argument that there's mm. certain things that you need you need you need to be aware of right mm. like if you don't see that there is a there's a ball coming to yeah. coming to hit yeah, you yeah you put, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you put, yeah that that's obviously stupid you know it's mm. like no see no yeah. that's stupid yeah. however mm. there the belief in the fact that you are you are not afraid mm. that you can overcome adversity yeah. that you can impact things mm. takes you 
to make the steps mm. necessary in order to impact your world in a different way. <laughs> yeah. And that is what I find so inspiring about people that have that mm. mentality. Because yeah. I find the people that are actually able to change the world are the ones that are crazy enough to believe they can change 100%, the world. 100%. Like, our, you know, it all comes down to internal alignment because your beliefs, okay, they, they influence, you know, your, your emotions. Okay, mm-hmm. your emotions drives your behaviors and your actions. That's how you get stuff done. Okay, so my point here is that essentially your beliefs really do dictate a lot of your, your actions, whatever you do in life, you know, to drive and propel you. Um, you mentioned something funny about um, that guy there. And, you know, even though it's controversial, he does have, you know, he does talk a lot about all these things that unfortunately in this society right now that, you know, there's a lot of truth as well, with, you know, with some of the things he said. And he's triggering. And unfortunately, in this world, it actually gets a lot of views because whenever, you know, you have a view that is really out there, okay, it's going to get a lot of engagement, okay? And, you know, with some of the s- stuff I do, because I use organic, you know, marketing as well, don't, mm. I don't spend a single cent on, on what I do. It creates, you know, engagement. And like I said, you know, you use TikTok. Um, I predominantly use Facebook. Um, all these platforms there, you know, at the end of the day, they do create, you know, either viral content or, 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 or value. That's what you want to do. You want to create value so then people can either, you know, look at you as someone that's inspiring or look at someone that is a mentor. And at the end of the day, you know, just by doing this, you could actually influence or inspire someone to take action. Okay, so, you know, to go back to what I was saying is step number one was essentially to look into your, your healing, okay, because hurt people hurt people. So once you heal yourself and heal, you know, your others and forgive other people, you're going to be able to step forward. And the next stage then is to look into our negative emotions, okay, because our emotions is really what drives us, like I mentioned, our state. Our state is our physiology, our focus, you know, um, and the meaning that or the language that we give. And then step number three is actually the removal of limiting beliefs. Okay, so once you can really consciously look at, okay, what is the things that I tell myself every day that are holding me back? Okay, these are the things that are really, really preventing us from, from being the person or, or, the, or the, the type of person we want to become because we keep telling ourselves that we're not good enough, we're not loved. And subconsciously, what happens is we don't take the action because we don't believe in ourselves. Okay, and, one, and from there, we self-sabotage. Okay, so in that column here, once we can really focus on those three steps, and a lot of it is shadow work as well, we can then move into the next stage of life, which is consciously to create. And that's a stage that I help a lot of my clients or friends or whoever move into creating impact. Okay, but first of all, you've got to really do that inner work. Okay, yeah. That's powerful. That's powerful, bro. Mm. So I want to get to the heart of Mm. your values and perhaps Mm. how you arrived at these values because you strike me as someone I mean obviously you're driven towards impacting as many people as you can mm-hmm. you have a very conscious attitude towards the, the world where did this stuff come from you, you obviously you're, you're someone that has you, you were you brought up in yeah you want to take us through your origins and how yeah. you you developed your worldview because I, I don't know too much all I know is you're a spiritual you know top G <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe not you're, you're, yeah, TV, yeah, yeah, but like you know, yeah. in in the right kind of conscious sense, man. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that you know you're all this like masculine energy, but mm-hmm. you have this compassion and yeah. love, understanding. You mm-hmm. know, which is like the alchemical wedding. I think it's important to have these qualities 100%. in order to truly be a, a self-realized person. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just want to get into the heart of perhaps where this comes from. Um, mm-hmm. What was your upbringing like, and what what influenced you in terms of spirituality yeah. or religion, if you want to call it that? Real great question. They're real powerful. So. You know, growing up, I my parents were really strict, you know, token Asian, you know, my dad wanted me to become a doctor, but I was, you know, the black sheep of the family, so I decided to, like, run events or run my own business, um, you know, but this is my way to give back as well to my dad, because I know that he was, 
he was such a genuine person and he would give so much to other people. Okay. Mm. But one thing I learned was that you have to make sure that you look after yourself first. You know what I mean? I think I had to rebuild myself before I could give back to the world like I'm doing now. But the most important thing is that I look back at my upbringing and my back, my dad was a, a Taoist. Okay. So I looked at, mm. you know, um, like Confucianism, uh, Tao Te Ching, um, you know, all these things that were really, really like ancient, ancient Buddhas and saints and stuff. That, that's Absolutely. where my, a lot of my philosophies actually come from. Like karma. Karma is so important. Okay. So I base a lot of my actions and behaviors every day on, on how can I serve the world? Okay, is this going to bring goodness or kindness or light to this world? Okay, if I if I hurt someone, okay, is it, it how can I repay them in other ways? Okay, compassion so important as well, empathy, but most importantly, is understanding how to break generational trauma. Like that's my that is my ultimate goal. Okay, of ending. Like growing up, it was hard for us as well because you know we didn't really you know being Asian parents, we didn't really have hugging, we didn't really you know have those affections and stuff like that. Mm. But a lot of it has got to do like I'm not blaming my dad because he. He, for my great grandparents, they weren't shown how to do it. Okay, sure. But for me now, awareness. It all comes down to awareness. Because, what yeah. What is generational trauma? Let's talk about mm. because this is something I hear a lot about. Yeah. Ancestral trauma, generational yeah. trauma, like the things that don't serve us, the things that are really like ongoing that really, really affect us growing up as kids. Mm. Okay, so like you know, growing up, like I said, if you didn't feel loved from your parents. Okay, you're going to, as you grow up, what happens is you're either going to crave your dad's love or your mum's love a little bit more. And that actually affects you in terms of attachment styles. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that. So you could either become like avoidant or anxious, um, you know, or dismissive. And so, for example, okay, a, a guy with um, mummy issues might naturally attract a female with daddy issues. Because when it comes to sexuality, it's about polarity. Sure. Okay, so you know, divine feminine, divine feminine, uh, masculine. masculine, and what happens is, is so, so if a, a girl or a woman isn't healed from her heart and she's still got some daddy issues, she's going to crave a guy that's a little bit older that essentially can feel that need. Yeah, okay? girls with daddy issues come to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do not condone that. I no. that, that's <laughs> that was not part of my own faith, but we'll, we'll leave no, that but it, it yeah. does make sense because I see, you know, I, I think of, um, I, I spoke to someone recently about this and she spoke about how she kept on attracting the same kind of people in her life, patterns, patterns. realizing that yeah. she had undealt yeah. trauma. The wounds, yeah. essentially they're called wounds. Yeah. And once again, remember my belief is that the universe will keep repeating these lessons until you learn that pattern. You know, and I, I had to go through some painful heartbreaks when I was younger to, to actualize this myself. Okay, because I knew I had some unhealed wounds. Okay, growing up, you know, of the way I was, I was brought up as well. We didn't. There was no affection. There was no hugging. All that stuff. So, um, but because I am a nurturing guy, and mm. I do have, you know, to run a business, you have to be masculine as well. So I would. The reason I'm sharing this is because I had this conscious awareness that I was attracting uh, females that required like a daddy. <laughs> okay, and that was mm. me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but once I've healed that that wound, you then start attracting more secure women, people that are like co-creators. Okay, so for me, I'm manifesting a unicorn that is a co-creator, and I'm I've just made a shout out to his podcast. That's that's powerful. What do you think about this? Because look, granted, we're we're all we're all influenced by our parents' mm. uh, generational trauma. Mm. I'm a big fan of the work of my man Lippy Bruce Lipton, yeah. who speaks about epigenetics and yeah. about how Dr. Jonas Spencer, I love love him. Yeah, he speaks about that mm. as well. Yeah, but the role that the environment plays in mm. 
in influencing us yeah. and more so how essentially our consciousness, you know, because mm. people often speak about mm. nature, the environment, then mm. they speak about your DNA, which mm. I would say ties to the ancestral trauma, yeah. that side of things. Yeah. But Bruce Lipton uh, in biology belief, one mm. of the, th the most profound things I got from that mm. is he speaks about something that is never really given credit for, mm. definitely by the materials, which mm. is the idea of consciousness that mm. within yourself, mm. you have the ability to influence the yeah. outer, that yeah. which is without like the external yeah. environment, you mm. know, and overcome programming mm. it speaks about dna how it's more like an mm. antenna you know mm. and it, it is it changes based off of not only the environment mm. but the thoughts around you so yeah. you know when people speak about their environment sorry mm. their generational trauma and mm. things like that mm. one of the the issues i have is that you know whereas i believe that these things definitely influence you mm. i think that but typically within uh a historical sense like a lot of indigenous cultures mm. they were influenced by the entire tribe by the mm. environment yeah so i think it's the idea of just giving the fault bearing the fault on the parents like mm. when the entire environment is mm. influencing you mm. and you also have the ability to change your environment mm. i think um i guess it comes back down to having this effect-based mentality you know like mm. realizing that you yourself mm. have the ability to change this stuff mm. rather because i noticed what a lot of people do is they say my parents you know mm. did this to me yeah um my, it's, it's the generational trauma mm. and mm. that's almost like a safety blanket for yeah, not dealing with the mm. real mm. well the, the thing that has the ability to really yeah. change that mm. which is yourself 100 percent, 100 percent. now really powerful insights there and there's a few key takeaways that you just mentioned and um something that was really powerful for me was vocabulary okay the mm. words that we say have so impact on on how we subconsciously go about things a lot of, a lot of life i'm not sure if you've actually seen this experiment but um have you ever seen the experience where there's a crystal or or even water and what happens is we say if for example there's two there's two different uh samples in one sample you say like really evil words in crystals yeah, you've seen this. You're yeah. talking you about the, wa yeah, water, the water, yeah. absolutely. So, water molecules. Yeah and, yeah, and at the end of the day, that just shows, okay, how powerful words are. But then the epigenetics, but also how we can actually evolve and change uh, the environment and the words that we say. Okay, so what mm -hmm. happens is, you know, it started off with me. I was actually in a really bad state, like I said, you know, twelve months ago, and mm -hmm. I was pretty negative myself. But then when I started changing my state and the words I was telling myself, mm -hmm. I could see my light shining. So it all starts from inner, that inner Absolutely. work. Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, Dr. Joe talks about it a lot, a lot of the times about quantum and, and inner, that inner work. Okay. Inner child work as well is, is part of it as well. And once you realize the power of healing your wounds, okay, or the inner child work, you then are able to really consciously create. So once again, it just really starts down from us. You know, as human beings, in order to help other people, you've got to help yourself first. Absolutely. Mm. And it's so easy to lose sight of just how susceptible we are to words. I mean, I'm, you're into neurolinguistic programming. Mm. I'm into mentalism and all this kind of mm. stuff. And one of the things that you, you realize, like the, the, the mind-blowing experiences mm. I, I had when delving into this area was mm. the, the subversive use of symbolism mm. uh, in the media, uh, oh, words, yeah. uh, magic tricks. Like mm. I, I delved into this stuff and you realize just how impactful mm. words can be in affecting mm. your subconscious yeah, you know like i've watched videos of mm. people that have walked through entire uh streets you know and uh magicians mm. uh, like darren brown he's a classic uh, uh mentalist mm. that he he's got this classic video where he uh, orchestrates this scenario where there are all of these different mm. um things you know in a in an area yeah. that these people are passing mm. and eventually these these people are, arrive at this building and mm. they it's an advertisement mm. company they're supposed to come up with a new idea and 
Darren knows exactly what each idea is going to be because he has consciously implanted certain things around them mm. that speak to them subconsciously. Mm. And it's mind-blowing because yeah. you realize just the power and influence mm. of, of, of imagery and words as well. Yeah. Like it, It's all affecting you. Yeah, and 100%. once you start, I, I, I truly believe that mm. if we could, if we had some kind of technology that mm. could see how words are impacting our mm. physiology yeah. as our, our, our beings, mm. we would become super yeah, conscious about what words we're using yeah. and also the, mm. the the people that we're hanging around with because mm. the, the reality is that there are certain and look I'm I'm I try to be as uh, as live in a big as world as I can mm. but you know I think it's very important to pay attention to how you feel yeah, and sometimes if you're not ready to mm. deal with someone that's having a very negative effect on you mm. that's only going to catapult you into more negativity yeah, so 100%. yeah I just think there is a lot of 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 importance in that mm. and it's something that I I often myself overlook. I don't mm. consciously create the right environment mm. by using the right kind of words, yeah. having the right kind of people around me and so forth. Because my favorite quote is, you know, bef before diagnosing yourself mm. with depression, make, so make sure yeah. you're not surrounded by assholes, right? Yeah, it's so true. Well, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself. So, for example, you know, from a, from a business sense, mm. think about this. If you're surrounded by yourself by, you know, six, oh, five, you know, multiple six or seven figure earners, naturally... You're gonna you're gonna become the seventh oh the sixth okay because mm. it's just the law of the law of nature as well mm -hmm. okay so from a business sense if you want to you know become a successful business person then surround Network. yourself with five business entrepreneurs okay so for me I'm at that stage in my life where especially what happened in the last few years that you know I, I, we do live in a 3D world unfortunately so you, like money for me is energy everything's about transfer of energy and energetics essentially you know what I mean so absolutely. Um, you know, I have clients that X amount, they, they look after me really well, but they get results. Like, for example, I've had a client, you know, pay me 30K, but he's been able to achieve 150K within X amount of time. So you can sort of see, because the thing is, when it comes to coaching and some of the things is you either pay for it or you pay for it. So what I'm saying is you sure. pay for it with time, we'll which is the most valuable yeah. time, or you pay for it with, with money or resources Absolutely. or energy. Okay, so mm. it's so important that you do, guys, really surround yourself with, you know, it, they don't have to be entrepreneurial. They don't have to be driven. But people that just understand you, your vibe, and most importantly, they empower you. Okay, and you have similar values. That's mm. the one thing that I did. I had to. It was a really hard time for me because because of some of my beliefs, especially what was happening around the world. I lost a lot of people in my circle. You know what I mean? You understand? You know what I mean? And because we have very similar beliefs about what's happening around the world. Absolutely. Um, you know, the status quo is broken, guys. Like one thing I learned from a very young age, not just because I had to be entrepreneurial, is that in order to win, you have to start playing a different game. Okay, if you listen to what's happening and you understand about the matrix and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. like I was in corporate, like, you know, I worked for Samsung, some really big companies as well. I, I did the Likewise, hard yards. Yeah. But once I realized the power of entrepreneurship and also making impact, my whole life just changed. Okay. It's not easy what I do. You know, I'm my own boss. I, if I don't like, you know, if I don't, don't work, perform, I don't help yeah. people. I don't, I don't get bread on the table. Sure. Okay. But yeah. Well, let's get to the details of yeah. that because, yeah. you know, we keep saying the importance of, you know, I've been saying lately uh, the importance of having financial literacy and lifting your money game. But so what 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 would be the key things that you have done that have really catapulted you over the last um, couple of years or so forth? Because you you know you've kind of dealt with the spiritual side, the values, the mindset, mm. what you need to mm. hang out with the right kind of people. Mm. But specifically, if you had to nail the things mm. that you uh, you got to the nuts and bolts up to mm. do to actually, mm. I, I guess you personally. Um, yeah. To, to lift yourself up. Are there any secrets you can give us? It's about making a promise and decision every day. Like every day, I'm grateful. I get to do this. Like I get to help people. 
that's my belief, you know, and it's 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 true. Like, you know, I I'm in a pretty empowering position now where I don't have to rely on anyone else but myself. You know what I mean? I get to I've got a couple of staff members um that are overseas in the Philippines and we get to fund them as well. So, you know, I look after them as well so they can look after their families. There's a whole like in Australia, we're in the top like if you have a house, you have a car, you got money in the bank, we're in the top one percent or five percent. You know what I mean? Like we are super, super grateful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, growing up I was really like my parents were not rich. We were really poor. We just had to work hard, okay, and just be disciplined. Focus, discipline, and hunger. They're like three secrets that I teach a lot of my clients with. Okay. Focus, discipline, and hunger. You yeah. gotta be hungry, right? You got well, here's the thing, at the end of the day, you know, it's not necessarily hungry to like it can be a lot of different things. Like for you as an entertainer, mm. you do like you have to be hungry to put yourself out there to create that content, to be known. Okay. Because yeah. if you're if you're living in fear, you know, people, how will people know how, how great or how inspiring you can be? Mm. You know, and that was something I had to overcome myself as well because I, I knew that I had some gifts to share, but I was also sometimes in my head a lot about, because I'm a very private person, okay? If, if you knew me like three years ago, um, like I have a small social media following now, but I, I hated social media because I, one, I wanted to be very present and two, because I worked in the event scene, I saw how fake it was. You know what I mean? I want to be as altruistic and authentic and at present as, as, as possible. But then my belief changed when I realized, hey, I'm, I'm sabotaging myself by not sharing my story and how many gifts we can to help people. So that's the reason why I'm coming on here as well to go, you know what? My belief now is that if you can help one person and they can help one person, guess what? You've now helped, you know, at least two or three. And then from there, that's how I'm going to impact a million lives. Yeah. Teach a man a fish, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. I, I feel the same to me. Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I'm someone that is involved in a lot of different things and people see me in a different light. On one light, uh, I, I think I, I met you through our friend Matt and yeah, he yeah. knows me through this channel I do where yeah. I, I'm kind of silly. I try to be entertaining, but yeah. I, I speak a lot about what's going on in the world. Yeah. I, I come from, a, uh, a, I, I guess, a background where my dad was very much into the mysteries. Like He traveled around the world. Mm-hmm. He was a member of an esoteric lodge, um, okay. like the whole Freemasonry thing, that yeah. kind of stuff. And he okay. was deeply into this stuff. And yeah. I w- was influenced by that. Um, there's that realm, but then there's the whole entertainment realm, you know, mm. and I've always been in this state where like, mm. I, I want one, I want to be able to impart knowledge in the world. Yeah. Like I, I love learning about things. I'm, mm. I'm the kind of person that wants to know about everything, mm. you know, like yeah. everything, all the crazy. And I want to live in a big world, mm. but my, I also absolutely love entertainment, inspiring yeah. people, yeah, yeah. making people laugh. And that's, mm. you know, we were talking, I think we were, we touched on, um, uh, I'm not sure if we touched on this, but in terms of like what I am motivated by, mm. like what I am, what I'm striving to do, mm. I think the most important thing you can do is inspire people. And I, whatever platform you're using to do that, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. To me, music is mm. is 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 such a powerful way to inspire mm. people. Yeah, 100%. And the I love the whole approach of entertainment. Like I like the idea of being able to to open people mm. up to uh, to awe, wonderment, you mm. know, whether it's through magic. I mean, I remember hearing David Blaine speak about this, yeah. like when he was asked why he loves magic, you know, mm. that moment where people question reality. Mm. They, it's, it's amazing, you know, mm. you see it not only in children's eyes, but you see mm. it within adults that have their entire mm. concept of reality blown up. Yeah. I feel that way also when I, in, when I inspire people through music, you know, yeah. when people open up and 100%. it uplifts myself as well. Yeah. Like when I'm, it's meditative mm. and, uh, I just think it's a really important thing to find something that uh, allows you to inspire people. Mm, yeah. And uh, with you, I know it's uh, it's obviously impacting people in a positive way. Mm. And yeah, with me, it's um, it's yeah, it's essentially giving people that 
that that passion, you know, mm. that um, that excitement. Yeah, 100%. call it entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of like I actually started in the entertainment industry, like I mentioned, mm. and um, you know, back then I guess I just wanted to help people. Yeah, have a good life, enjoy that. But because of the challenges I faced personally, you know, I realized that there was even more to life. And that's when it really inspired me to go, you know what? Life is short. I want to help people live their best lives as well. Okay. So that they can consciously create, can make more impact. That was, so, that was like my why, my mission. But it does come down to, like I said, your, your values, um, you know, your beliefs, all these things that really help, in, like really, really help motivate you intrinsically as well. So for you, maybe that's some, something you want to delve into in the future and go, hey, you know what? What really helps drive me to become the best version of myself so that I can actually, yeah, you know, help people enjoy life or, or help people, you know, make the most of what they have as well. Absolutely. I think the, the problem a lot of people face mm. is trying to find something that they love doing, mm. but they can also be paid for. Yeah. Like I always think That's of this what word. I teach. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I feel like I may have mentioned this with you the last yeah. time we spoke. I may have, yeah. did, I, did I send you? Like there's this word mm. that I often always bring up in yeah. these conversations. It's a Japanese word called yeah yeah exactly funny and enough um yeah, yeah that's what that's part of my program so oh, essentially wow. i we go through like uh i start off with a six-week program but now um i run more masterminds and weekly programs etc etc but mm -hmm. essentially a lot of it is understanding you know our core values first our beliefs what our limiting beliefs are the fears um and then we focus on passion and and mission statement why slash a key guy mm -hmm. and that's like i didn't guys i didn't know what I was my purpose until I had to go through all these challenging times mm. okay I just really shifted my beliefs and values and going you know what this happened for me so that I now have an empowering like vision okay so that's how I've been able to really really grow and evolve because like I mentioned I figured out my human needs are growth contribution you know love connection so once you f once you figure out all these things you like I wake up with so much zest for life, you know, it's yeah. what, nine, 10 o'clock and we're still, well, not working, but we're, we're really like technically just sharing value. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So that's what I mean by like, once you're inspired and you, you found your why and your passion, you just naturally want to give. Yeah, that, yeah. That to me is the definition of success because I got into this conversation recently with one of my friends who's mm. all about making money mm. and I got into the, the heart of like why he's doing this. You know, mm. he said, I asked him like, what do you love doing though if money wasn't an object? I mean, what's drive, What's your biggest passion? Because I'm a student of Alan Watts, right? Mm, and his whole yeah. philosophy, like he's got this classic video about how if you focus on something you love doing and you become a master, at a yeah. master of it, yeah. you'll never have, a, have to work yeah. a day in your life, right? It's, it's true. Yeah, but then there's the other school. Like I, I know a lot of people, proponents of this mm. idea that look, if you want to make money in this world, right, mm. you have to do things that you don't want to do, you know, and this is the mindset. Like okay. there are a lot of people that don't care about passion. They care about making money. Mm. And uh, I've always had trouble with that because I've seen, I've been around uh, people that are, you know, I mean, I don't have money, but I've been around people that have like real money. Like I've, I've interviewed billionaires. I've, I've spoken to, I have friends that, you know, have a lot of money, yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm. And I think I, you know, they won't tell you, but you get a sense of how much enjoyment someone has. And look, money will cure a lot of problems, but mm. I know myself well enough to know that unless I'm doing something that I'm yeah. passionate about, mm. because I've seen, you know, having lost my father and so yeah, forth, yeah. and I've seen the life that he was living and so forth. Mm. He, he, he loved his life when he was in the Navy. He was um, yeah. traveling the world doing that kind of stuff, you know, mm. but obviously he was doing a lot of stuff, I would say, in the end, because he had to take care of a family, one yeah. things that he necessarily wanted to do, but he was doing for money, mm. and I'd much rather live in a place where I am doing something I love doing 100%. in that place of ikigai, mm. yeah. where I'm also being paid for it. Exactly, and that's it. I was just wondering, like, is mm. that something that you've, you've 
perhaps like dealt with in yeah, terms of 100%. like before yeah coming yeah so like what, what know, are your thoughts a, on a that key guy is this uh, something you know something you love something you're good at something that pays well yeah okay and something the world needs that's what a key guy is that's what Absolutely. i teach and you know i do we do have courses and programs and essentially you, you need to break down your values and understanding like who you are as a person as well like mm. with entertainment i can already think of ideas like you know just with social media like you said you know with tiktok there's a creative fund Okay, you can create inspiring videos. So we can actually break this down into snippets. Okay, reproduce them into small things and actually create hot content. I will be okay? doing that. So this, like, yeah. we like. Long story short, I've invested more than a quarter million dollars into my personal development. That's what I say to to build the business I have. I've been the best of both ends, where I've been really successful, lost it all, and now I've just rebuilt it. Yeah. Okay, and I'm still going. You know, yeah. I'm gonna be scaling to multiple seven. But for me, it is gonna be about the impact. Because here's the thing, guys. One thing I learned is that. Money only amplifies who you are as a person. If you're a giving person, you're going to be more generous. If you're an a-hole or you're tight, it's going to amplify it. That's all I know. And for me, like I said, the last few years have shown me that you can be a multimillionaire and still not be happy or content. Okay? So for me, because I live in a 3D world right now, okay, like I could technically live like just delete my social media and live off the matrix and just buy a fine land. I could do that right now and just retire per se. Okay? But I don't want to because... I'm so mission driven. I need to stay in this world because my impact on my mission now is to really impact these lives. Yeah. And that requires me to have a social media presence, but also to be in this, this world. That's what I resonate with. Yeah. You know, like we're speaking about, I'm not, we didn't speak about this, but the kind yeah. of people that like I most resonate with mm. are not the people that are impactful in terms of the things that they have, mm. but what they are. And, and mm. the granted, often they, they affect the world, you know, because of what they are, but people that are essentially driven to want to do mm. things, you know, mm. like they, like mm. they're actually want to make a change in the yeah. world. And, mm. you know, like you, you were speaking about just your entire attitude. Mm. Uh, like I often think about how there are some people that are so focused on the outcome, mm. right. That they're willing to, uh, to lose everything. Mm. And, Someone that is like you tell me your story, like the fact that you've gone through so many difficulties and mm. so many problems. You know, I'm sure you've you've had heartbreak, yeah. you've lost uh, you know close ones and so mm. forth. That's what draws me to someone more than anything else. Mm. Like there, I I like the people that have the 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 will to actually mm. go through the, the gauntlet. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is by uh, Theodore Roosevelt. I think yeah, yeah. it's called the the man in the arena, mm. and it's the most powerful quote because mm. it talks about. Like the the I'll paraphrase, but he mm. speaks about how he doesn't want to be among the timid, timid souls of the world, mm. timid, timid individuals mm. that need to know victory or defeat. Mm. Because there's mm. so many people out there mm. that don't want to fail, right? Yeah. So they don't even go in the arena. They won't try. They won't yeah. have the blood and the sweat. The because yeah. the reality is that nothing is certain no. in terms of your success. I no. mean, granted, there are we there are principles, right? Mm. But the dis- the, the defining quality is the person that I think that has the courage to actually embrace the adversity yeah. because whereas a lot of people play this thing as a chess game, I'm not going to do something unless I know I can win. Yeah. The reality is you don't know if you're going to win. You just have to be mm. doing it because you love yeah, doing it 100%, 100%. intrinsically. I think, you know, my, my belief for why I do things is that the more <laughs> the universe is funny like that. The more people you help, the more the universe will reward you in different ways. Okay. That's all I know. And I've seen that for myself the last few years where, like I said, life really did humble me down to my knees where I had nothing, literally like nothing. I had to start fresh from now. And then, you know, fast forward to what, 12 months? You can Like if you have the mindset, the belief, and you're doing the right things and you take action. So every day I have, I have a decision to make, whether I show up or not. That's another thing. Okay. But it all comes down to promises as well. 
Like, you know, in order to build value, okay, you make a small promise every day, you follow through. That builds value. Whereas if you make a promise and you don't follow through, your value diminishes. It's so important that every day we make these small promises to ourselves. Mm. You know, whether it be like you say, you know, having a cold shower, just showing up, just being the best versions of yourself every day. It's, it's not like life is hard. Life is hard. We've all been through shitty times. We know that. But mm. at the end of the day, if you do the hard things now, life will be easy. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know this is, a, this is a John Martini idea and it's something I really resonate with and it kind of just pivots up what you were saying that mm. there are two ways to face this world mm. and one is to run away from challenges yeah. you don't want to confront, mm. hoping that you can avoid difficulty, right? Yeah. Uh, and you, know, you may for a short while. The other way is to confront those challenges and the, the universe has this way of giving you what you need. Like if yes. you actually work hard at it, 100%. the right people will, like if you yeah. can face the difficult challenges, yeah. the right people will come to your aid to give yeah. you that which you need in order oh, to confront those challenges, yeah. right? And when you run away from it, you'll find that life will become even more difficult to get you to confront it. Mm. So by actually having the courage, mm. granted it's more difficult initially, mm. you'll find that the universe has this amazing way of oh, working 100%. to that, your that, aid. I call that the law of, like, you know, I believe in karma, you know, affinity. Mm. Like, even how we met, and look, look, look at now, like, you know, it's late on Saturday night and here we are um, trying to create something that can really help the world as well. That's what I mean by mission-driven, Okay. And another thing that you did mention so powerful is the universe really does, like, I believe, okay, if you are a good person, like, remember, life for me is about not making the same mistakes or learning that lesson, okay, so then we can keep leveling up, okay, into into high levels of consciousness as well, mm-hmm. okay, so, you know, when it comes down to spirituality and then business, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two-way thing because what happens mm-hmm. is, is that a lot of people and this comes down to spiral down next is, is that there's a level called green where they're essentially hippies and they think that, oh, you know, you can, you can just go about life and, you know, obviously not harm a soul and stuff like that and not still, and just like not have to worry about money. But unfortunately you've seen the cost of everything in Melbourne right now. <laughs> okay. So that's where the fine balance of one, I call it money or energetic blocks. Okay. So I had to work really hard on that because growing up, my parents had a lot of limiting beliefs when it comes around, you know, money and abundance. Okay, mm-hmm. and funny enough, there's a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, and my dad unfortunately was like the 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 poor dad at mm-hmm. the time. Until I met the right people, the mentors, like the universe blessed me. Like I've got an amazing seven figure, multiple seven figure coach that helps me. You know what I mean? So technically, I'm learning. You know his mindset, his beliefs, his actions, all the strategies, all that stuff to help me level up. And I did that through connection, like word of the word of mouth as well. So you can sort of see how you know when divine timing is what I call it as well. When the student is ready, the master will appear. Yeah, that's powerful. You're actually the second guy over the last couple of weeks that has mentioned that book to me. I had a guy, you got to meet him, Akita, who's actually very yeah. caught up in the financial yeah. game as well yeah. and was preaching a lot of the stuff that mm. you are. Mm. Um, so it's it's definitely something that I, I, I want to start reading. Mm. Um, you are definitely, you know, one of my favorite uh, figures that influenced me growing up was a guy called Alan Watts. Yeah, yeah. And I always loved the fact that he'd call himself a spiritual entertainer because mm. he is very much an entertainer, something I resonate with. Yeah. And he's very much caught up in, mm. you know, wanting to bring about an efflorescence of consciousness mm. and um, really impact people, mm. get get them to really tap into their, mm. their heartstrings and so mm. forth. And I feel like you're, you're the spiritual businessman, you know? You're oh, someone, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, yeah, when it's, you, it's been yeah. heart-centered. It's been heart-centered. I think, you know, yeah. the more I give, the more the universe blesses me in different ways. Like, you know, it doesn't even have to be about like money and stuff like that. It's just a byproduct, you know, like even though on the front end of, of how I may look entrepreneurial, um, I do help people make 
income, but it's because of all the challenges I had to go through in even my entrepreneurship journey. But as I evolved over time, I realized the more impact I made, the more income I received. So that's a byproduct of that as well. My belief is that because I'm here to help people and I was born to do this, okay, I'm now being able to create that abundance as well. So Absolutely. And it shouldn't be any other way. We often look at money and income as being something separate from value when ultimately it is essentially that. I mean, you're exchanging something. Essentially, all money is is a form of exchange. Exactly. If you're able to have a certain level of impact, Mm. then obviously what you should be receiving is something of equal value in monetarily, Mm. right? So, Mm. yeah, people always try to separate the two, but Mm. essentially it's what you're getting paid is often often a reflection of how much value you're able to impact. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay, one hard question I want to ask you because we speak about the positive a lot. Yeah. Um, what is one thing that you will not compromise on when it comes to business, when it comes to spirituality? Integrity. Integrity. Yeah, like I've been offered like some big clients, um, but if we're not aligned, okay, with our values. I'd rather I'd rather say no to that and move them to a better like a coach that is more suited to them. That's what I mean mm. by spirituality for me is someone that has you know we had this alignment. Like I probably mm. wouldn't have jumped on this podcast. Like I, I do have people reach out to me going, "Hey, jump on my podcast." But if I don't know who they are or if I don't feel mm. like there's an alignment, then I wouldn't want to you know to to spend each other's time doing that. So alignment is so important in terms of values. Yeah, that is yeah, such integrity. an important conversation right yeah. now because I, I know a lot of content cre- well, just people in general have been dealing with this whole thing a lot where mm. uh, particularly if you don't have financial freedom, we're often at the uh, the control of corporations and we can't say what we want. We have to essentially uh, just uh, shut our mouths and yeah, do as we're yeah. told and so mm. forth. And mm. people I particularly have a look at what's been going on you know, over the last yeah. few years. Yeah. And people have definitely been tested in the sense that um, they may not have wanted to comply with certain things, but yeah. they've done that. They've had to compromise on their integrity. Yeah. And when I say integrity, it, it doesn't necessarily mean like, um, you know, not doing, um, you know, bad things. Like we all t- typically look at things like, you know, beating someone up and assault as being bad things. But when it comes to compromising just things that you know you shouldn't do, yeah, right? Yeah. That's a big part of it as well. Like I'm the kind of person where I look, there is no amount of money that's going to get me because I'm one, the most shallow person you can possibly imagine, right? Like I told, You're good value I'm, there. Yeah, You're good value. I'm yeah. silly and inappropriate, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. However, yeah. when it comes to, uh, there are certain things that I feel so strongly about that I will not, yeah. I won't um, compromise at all. That's and why I respect you, brother. I think you and I like, both have similar values in terms of a certain jab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, yeah, yeah and I, I, I also find that I've been in this situation lately. You know, in fact, I'm doing a job um, this week and okay. the, the guy that I spoke to yeah. um, told me that he was looking for people that had yeah. this kind of mindset, yeah. you know, yeah. because he's found that like he's so frustrated with everything that's been going on mm. that he doesn't want to work with, yeah. you know, certain yeah, people yeah. because they're so, um, so against, you know, what he believes. And it's very difficult in the times we're in mm. having congruence with people, which yeah, is yeah. so, un- that is one of my values. Mm. Like, congruence is, it's uh, like, as, so, Mm. As a as a coach or as a, even a mentor, the most important mm. thing is congruence. Like, you know, it's challenging for us. Like, you know, I get challenged every single day. But the most important thing is I feel alignment and congruent because I know every day I'm showing up. Every day. Even even like even Sundays. You know, like I said, Saturday night here, <laughs> we're about to go out and here we are. Just, yeah. You know, really talking about all things spirituality, business, how to improve our lives, how to help connect, how to grow. You know what I mean? So for me, congruence is essentially making that decision and promising myself and following through okay but yeah you're right like i said if it's if the if there's not an alignment i'd rather not 
have that person in my circle. It's not that they're a bad person, sure. okay? To you know, but ultimately, um, I'm very selective with who I who I work with now as well. I'm at that stage in my business and in my life where, um, if I know I can help them, then I'll say yes. But if there's someone mm. that I believe is better with someone else. I'll do that as well. It's, it's about integrity. Absolutely. Because yeah. I think, you know, you strike me as the kind of person you definitely want to be able to benefit people in a positive way. Mm. Um, it's tricky in this world because you also need to look out for yourself as well. And mm. like, I know how I feel when I compromise doing things that I know are not right for yeah. me. Yeah. You know, like when you have, you know, it's like some soft drink that, you know, you, you, it tastes good initially, but then you <laughs> get that weird aftertaste. So you're, you're with a, a woman that you shouldn't probably actually don't want to go there. But you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you, you get drunk yeah. and you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But it's like you do things that are against mm. your better judgment. Yeah, and then yeah. because you have the the foresight, the wisdom to know how you feel, mm. how you're going to feel, right? Mm. Um, I always try to err on the side of um, of integrity yeah. which and not compromise on things I know I shouldn't do. And yeah. I apply this in you know what I put in my body, yeah, but I also exactly. apply this with um, the people that I, I more so because I'm in the industry that's fundamentally about trying to – um, I would sell myself, you know, like yeah, there's part yeah. of you that needs to be a, yeah. you know, a, like you, you need to prostitute yourself out, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of like getting your stuff out to as many people. Yeah. You can't afford to be like, I don't want you listening to my music because yeah, yeah. you don't have it, you know, but it's there is an element where like I'm the kind of person and I'll just go out and say this right now. Like yeah. I've been thinking about whether or not I want to perform at venues, right, that are are going to discriminate on people based off of whether they've taken the magic potion, right? Yeah. Because that's something that I'm not mm. in alignment with. Mm, and these are the kind of conversations that I think al- we're, we're starting to have a lot more now yeah. because we realize we're moving into a world where, uh, yeah, like it's it's becoming very, very difficult yeah. to... We're um, segregated, man. We're, at yeah. the end of the day, like, you know, we won't open the can of worms because late at night right yeah, now. Sure. But well, yeah, like, essentially, like we were we were castrated in a lot of ways, man. Like I, that's why I couldn't run events. You know, <laughs> what I, mean? I, I sacrificed multiple six figures, but yet you know what? The universe has your back. Absolutely, the the universe integrity rewards integrity. That's it, brother. Absolutely, let's leave it there. Yeah. Oh, Alex Chung, you are you are a scholar. You are a conscious spiritual gangster businessman and many other things it is an absolute pleasure that the universe has brought me into uh into my life man and thank you for taking the time to do this it's taken a while bro but it's it's great to finally made a promise and i'll follow through brother absolutely the the chris tucker to my jackie chan all right yeah bro we we got the uh chris tucker jackie chan connection going on over here man it was awesome it was awesome to chat appreciate you too yeah brother all right well look if people want to get a hold of you um i know you are on the social media i deleted my instagram because i but i do have like so i actually just use facebook so guys you can connect with me um it's just my name um i do have a free group as well and i provide value there for free as well so if you guys need um feel free to reach out and me and my team will support you in any way we can all right absolutely this guy is going to take your business and your spiritual activation to the next level highly recommend you brother i mean look i've only hanged out with you a couple of times but i definitely feel like there's a there's a a synchronicity and like there's an efflorescence of consciousness in your presence you know not just from the words that you emit man but from your energy as well so kudos man and uh once again bro seriously man it's been one of my favorite podcasts can't wait to uh to clip this put it out on the tiktoks this you know all of that jazz uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember to share this. Tell your mom. Drop, drop us the comments. And as I say, there are three things that cannot remain hidden for long. The sun, the moon, and the wisdomatic truth bombs of yours truly, the chocolate newbie and soul brother. And the spiritual gangster over here. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Appreciate you all. See you next time. All right. Woo! You won't work it. Don't wait for us. You won't make it. I don't need-